Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome back to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. I'm your host, Dan Carson, and we are thrilled that you've chosen to download and listen as we continue the conversation about student ministry. Now, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about one of the tougher parts of being a youth pastor. Now, you may have your own little list, things that you go through and say, that's hard, that's tough, I hate having to deal with this. But I'll tell you, the one thing that we're going to talk about today, in some ways, tops them all. But we're going to look at that in just a moment. I want to thank our podcast partner, Central Baptist College of Conway. Central Baptist College is challenging, engaging, and inspiring. They're a place where your students can grow and learn about Jesus as they also take classes about science, math, English, and other things that will get them closer to their vocational dreams, or whatever that is. Maybe they want to be a teacher or a pharmacist. They want to work in sports medicine. Any range of things, you can find that at Central Baptist College. So I'd encourage you to reach out to them. Check it out at cbc.edu. Again, that's cbc.edu. And maybe your student isn't the only one wanting to finish a degree. Maybe you have taken some hours and you're looking to finish up that bachelor's degree. Let me encourage you. Reach out to CBC. They have a program called the PACE program. And it's a way that you can learn and get that final piece of paper that maybe you've been looking for for several years. But I just encourage you to, to reach out to them. They would love to talk to you. That's Central Baptist College in Conway, Arkansas. You know, there are a lot of things that I love about working with students. They're full of life and potential. Most of the time, students are open to spiritual things in ways that adults sometimes aren't. They're passionate about their relationship with God. Now, while looking at all the, the gray on my head and in my beard, you might not believe me, but working with students keeps me young. Now, there is one thing that's really hard to deal with, and it isn't the mistakes that those students make or when they let people down. It isn't bad attitudes from students or parents who just can't seem to let go. It's not even an overbearing pastor who seems to micromanage every move you make. Those are tough things. They're difficult. But the hard part of student ministry is the transitory nature of it. You know, while lead pastors can enjoy working with families through the many stages of life, student ministry workers only have their students for six to seven years, if they're lucky. There are students that we may never see again after high school graduation. And that's hard. That, to me, is one of the hardest parts of being a youth pastor. We love these students. We pour into them week after week. And so what do we do about that? How do we find encouragement in this reality? Well, I think it's important for us to, to pause there, to, to really sit with that, because you may be struggling. Some of your favorite students, and I know we're not supposed to have favorite students, but the truth is we do. 
We have those students that love Jesus. They tell others about Jesus. They embrace the vision and mission of what's going on in your student ministry, and they are all in. And when they're gone, there is a part of you that is just hurting. It's, it's hard. It's difficult. You know, I think about other students, students that maybe they weren't the most outgoing. They weren't the most talkative. They weren't the, the, the best one to put up on stage to share their testimony. But through the work of the Holy Spirit, the work that God used his word for, they were changed. And you miss them too. You miss all of them. But sometimes it can be hard as we sit with the reality that these students are gone. And some of these students, some of these students, we're never going to see again because they've gone off to college. Their parents aren't a part of the church. And we just have to trust that God is in control as we move through life. You know, I think about times when I've moved from one mission point to another. When I've left one church and began work at another, and I think about those students that I loved and I cared about, and I had to hand that off to somebody new. It's hard. It's difficult. So where do we find encouragement in this reality? How do we deal with this hard part of student ministry? Well, we need to look at three things. Number one, reunions can happen. Now, that may seem um, hopeful, but it is, and it does happen. Over the past couple of months, I ran into two of my old students at two different Christian conferences. Just randomly, I say providentially, God put those people there so that I could be encouraged. You know, both of these students came from one of the first churches that I served at. I sat down at a table at a conference at Cross Church in Rogers, Arkansas, only to find that Kent Wiles, a guy who was in fourth and fifth grade at my first church, he was sitting behind me. And I had a chance to talk with him, just to connect with him. And I've seen him before over the years, but it is so encouraging to, to watch how God has worked in his life. And then shortly after that, I ran into another a young lady from that same church who was a little bit older. And it was so good to see both of these former students. Now, they're adults, they're married, they have kids, they are following Jesus. But what was so exciting was not just seeing them, but seeing where they were at. They were at Christian conferences. They were focused in on serving Christ and knowing Him better through His Word. It was an indication to me that, that I had had a positive impact on their ministry. That's not always the case. But it is so encouraging when God allows those reunions to happen. The second thing that we can find encouragement in is this, that friendships can happen. While I was at Temple Baptist Church in Rogers, I had two students come through um, the ministry there, um, two special students. They're now married, and they have two cute kids, David and Emily McEwen. But they're more than just former students from my youth group. You know, I loved all of those students. But these two came through. They went off to Central Baptist College in Conway. They met um, that senior year, and, and that relationship grew. And then they, they got married, and, and now they're well into their ministry, their adult lives, and these are friends. These are people that we like to spend time with and that we get to on occasion. And it is just so encouraging to, to know that it's more than just 
Well, that's my former student, but this is a friend that I have in the ministry, and it is so encouraging. What's the other thing that we can find encouragement in? Well, it is this, that their time in our youth group was a part of their story. You know, even if reunion never happens, and graduation is the end of that relationship, and man, that hurts when it does, what you can know, what you can embrace, is that you have been a powerful part of their story. You shared in one of the most important phases of their lives, and and you gave them Jesus and the Word. They may just look back on their time in youth group as just a moment in time, but we want to make those moments count. It is encouraging to see God work in their lives and to see the, the broader scope of the story of their lives unfold. And what is so cool as being a student pastor, and I know I just took myself down several cool points by saying that that way, but the truth is that these students, we pour into their lives, we love them, we care about them, but it'd be wrong for them to stay in youth group all their lives. The nature of the ministry that we do is to help them become even better servants, better followers of Jesus so that they can lead in churches, so that they can impact their world, and they can move on to that next phase of life. You know, if a teacher had a student that was one of their favorites, they wouldn't just keep them there in their classroom. You know, I, I look back to my own high school experience. I had a great high school experience. I had a band director that I loved and I adored. She did just an incredible work of pulling out excellence in all aspects of our lives. But I couldn't stay in high school band forever. I just couldn't. I had to move on. And she knew that all along. Her goal was to move me forward, to help make me a better person and a better musician. And that's what we have to realize and think about as we have students come through. Our goal isn't for them to be in youth group for the rest of their lives. Our goal is for them to be people who take in the word on their own, that they become consumers not of church and of ministry, but they become consumers of the word. They ingest it. They take it in. They embrace what God has for them, and then they say, yes, God, to whatever that is. Maybe it'll be full-time ministry. And we can't push that aside and say that doesn't happen anymore because it does and it needs to. We need to encourage that when possible. But that's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we need to just realize that we get to be a part of their story. So be encouraged today. Remember that reunions can happen and they will. Friendships can even happen as they get older and they move on through their life. You may develop friendships with some of these former students. But remember, always remember, that their time in youth group was a part of their story. And you get to be a part of it. I think about 7th and 8th grade. My family and I were involved in a church in Springdale, Arkansas. And I honestly cannot remember the name of the man who worked with the junior high students. All I know is that he cared about us. He taught us the Word, and He encouraged us to love the Word. And so I would love to 
thank him on this podcast. I'd love to thank him through a, an article or a blog or some way, but I can't even remember his name. But I can thank God for that man and his willingness, his willingness to serve Jesus, to love on students. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. Love Jesus, love your students, encourage them to get involved in the Word. You know, we want our students to look back and think about those awesome times that they had in our youth group. But the truth is that they may not even remember your name. But remember, God will honor your faithfulness. We may just be a part of their story, but our prayer is that they have embraced His story as they move forward. Guys, I want to thank you for listening today. I want to thank you for the work that you do as you work with students, as you toil away and you may feel like you are alone. Please remember you're not. We are here with you. Perhaps you are serving in a church that runs below 50, but you have some students there. You're teaching them Sunday school. You're encouraging them. You're being present in their lives, and we are thankful for that. And we want to connect with you. So let me encourage you to reach out to us at info at studentministrymatters.com or to simply go on to Facebook. We have a Facebook group that is a private group to where we can share in there. Student Ministry Matters um, community. And it's a way for us to connect. And that's really what this is all about. We do want to, to share some insight that we've gained over the years. I've been in ministry now for 30 plus years. I've seen all sorts of things transpire in the world of student ministry. And so it's important for me to share some of those experiences. But more importantly, is for you to connect and realize you are not alone. So you don't have to be paid. You don't have to be full-time. Uh, you can be that volunteer, that Sunday school teacher. We want to connect with you. And be encouraged. Be encouraged today. Because you are investing your student's story. And we do it because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.